Well, hey, like Pastor Brent said, my name is Pastor Noe. I am uh, very excited to be here um, on this platform, and I want to honor our pastors, Pastor Brent and Heather Cadell. Um, they started this church seven years ago, and my wife and I got to walk in about four years ago to this church, and we come from a place where we were doing ministry for six years down in the RGV, and we were, my wife had a transition in her job, and we moved to San Antonio, and when we moved to San Antonio, it was kind of burnt out a little bit on um, on ministry, when I walked into these doors, man, I just instantly felt refreshed, and I said, man, God is so good. Jesus lives in this house, and we felt refreshed, and we've been serving ever since we walked in through these doors, so I want to honor our pastors, Pastor Brent Heather. Thank you so much for always giving and planting a church in downtown San Antonio, to all the team that makes Sunday happen every single week. Well, um, how many guys are excited for 2022? You're like pumped up for 2022, right? Like new year, new me. It's like I'm going all in. Um, one thing that I'm stoked about that's been, that's been kind of cool is like movies. Like who, who likes movies? Like all these new movies that are coming out in 2022. How many of you guys have seen Spider-Man? Has anyone seen Spider-Man yet? Um, I, I fell asleep during Spider-Man. I know. I, I, it's only because we went really late. So my wife and I have two kids. We didn't take the kids. We went like at 930. And I'm like, I, I'll stay up. I'm, I'm, I'm young. I can do this. She's like, are you asleep right now? Are you asleep? I'm like, no, I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. Um, but one thing I love about the movies is, man, is that, um, is that when we go, we always get one large popcorn and one large Coke. One large popcorn, one large Coke. To be more exact, a large Coke Zero. I'm a Coke Zero guy. And so we get, I get Coke Zero. And so the funny thing about it is that at the movies, you're there, you're hanging out, you're having a good time, and you're watching the movie. And by the time you like, start like slurping, and you're like, there's no more Coke Zero. So you're kind of looking at your date. Or for me, my wife, I'm like, uh, can I get a refill? Or she's like, can you go get this refill? I'm like, no, can you go? And I'm like, so we have to like flip a coin or decide like beyond, you know, the movie. But back in the day, back in the day is like now is that we have access to the, to the, to the Coke, right? Or to the drink that you prefer that you can just go and get a refill right away. But back in the day at the movies, you had to wait to get a refill. Man, I don't know if, you, if anyone has ever been there where you're just like, you have to wait in line and you're like, I'm kind of missing the movie right now. Like, I, wanna, I want to hurry up. Can I get a refill? Can someone help me get a refill? And I'm, I'm looking and I'm, I'm searching and you have to wait. And by the time you know, you're like, what I miss? What I miss to get back? And you're like, what I miss? What I miss? Like, the movie's almost over. And you're like, gosh, man, what's going on, right? But same is, same is true for us in our Christianity is that, man, there's many, many moments in our lives where, man, we're searching, we're looking, and there's just moments in our lives where it's like, man, can I get a refill? And I believe here in 2022 that all of us, we can use a refill. If you want to jump with me to the book of Luke, chapter 5, verse 15 through 16, it says this, Yet the news about him, they're speaking of Jesus, spread all the more so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sickness. Same is true today. Jesus still heals sickness. Verse 16, But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much for this time. We thank you for these next few moments as we jump into your word, God. Lord, that you would teach us something brand new, God. Lord, that we would be draw closer to you in 2022. We're so thankful for all that you've done in 2021, but we're so grateful for all the opportunity that's ahead of us in 2022. It's in your name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Again, if you want to take a, a note, you want to title, you're taking notes in here, you can title your this message, Can I Get a Refill? Can I Get 
a refill. Point number one today is prayer must be a priority. The, in the book of Luke, it shows us that Jesus often withdrew. He often withdrew and prayed. He, he, he frequently, many times, went off in an in a isolated place to go seek God. If Jesus made prayer a priority, how much more should prayer be a priority for us? It's so important for us to understand that this tool, this specific thing that we need is, is our access to God. It's, it's the way we communicate with God. It, it's, it's the best way. I think it's so funny because I'm more of a text message person than I am a phone, like a phone call person, right? I, I would rather text, please rather text. I just, I just, that's who I am. And it's, isn't it funny though? Like the only people that call me often is scam likely. I'm like, scam likely, come on, chill. Like I'm in a meeting right now. What's going on? It's just like, I'm like, that's like the only person that calls me. Um, so if anyone wants to give me a call, I'm just kidding. I'm a text message guy. I'm a text message. But that's our communication. That's how we talk to one another. That's how we talk to God. You know, imagine, imagine if I never had any communication with my spouse, if we never, if we never communicated, if our calendars weren't in sync, if we didn't know anything about each other, we, we would not have good communication, right? This is, uh, this is our gift. God has given us a gift called prayer. And with prayer, we have access to the Father. We have access to get refilled, right? And so a lot of times, and in, in, like I said in the book of Luke, it said this is that Jesus would engage then he would he would withdraw and then he would refill he would engage then he would withdraw and he would go to his father to pray to get refilled in our world today in our world today it's opposite of that that's a Jesus model and the world model I believe today is that it's engage so engage then I believe it says to push you got to push you just push through it just push and then and then you exhaust and then you get you find burnout so you engage you push and then you get exhausted you engage you push and then you get exhausted then all of a sudden like Man, I feel burnt out and and I wonder how many of us today in 20 in 2022 or if, if we're not careful that we're, we're we're kind of already on the the brim of going to exhaustion because we're not doing it the Jesus way which was engage withdraw refill. And it's so important for us to understand that that's how we can get refilled is, is when we connect with our Father, when we communicate with him. It's a beautiful thing that we can have communication with God. It's a beautiful thing that we can have relationship with him. And a lot of times I, I just believe that we overcomplicate this tool called prayer. We, we overcomplicate it, right? And we, we, we think we have to say the right scripture in our, in our prayer. We got to say the right thing or I got to have, you know, the, the, the best way to pray. We're like looking up, how do I pray? And we're trying to figure it all out. But it's just so simple. We start, we start to create the barrier when it comes to prayer. And the other thing I love about 2022 is I love, what I love about 2022 is I love to see when my friends are like back at the gyms, like new year, new me, hashtag, right, hashtag 2022, hashtag getting it, hashtag grind, hashtag hustle, like I'm out here, new year, new me, right, it's like, like, let's see in the third month where you're at, buddy, right, <laughs> and, uh, but what, what's funny for me is, is what I love about it is, like, just this Christmas, my mom hooked us up with, like, all the right gym gear, we got new gym clothes, I got a gym bag, like, I'm ready, I got gym gloves, I don't work gloves, I'm just kidding, uh, <laughs> And, uh, and we're just ready to go, right? And some of us maybe got a gym membership and we, we show up, we're ready to go. And for me, I remember this, this specific time when I started like kind of going to the gym early on. 
Uh, my wife and I had just been engaged. So I'm like, man, I got I to gotta fit into a tuxedo. I was like pushing 285. This is a true story. I was like pushing 285, and I had just come off of a fast. And I was like, okay, I need to get my life in alignment. I need to do this right. And so I start like getting into the gym. So I started losing weight. So uh, I, don't, I really didn't know how to do the gym. I'm just kind of like, this is what my friends do, so I'm going to show up like them. So like I'm like the guy with like the sleeves cut off, and I'm like I'm, get, I'm in there. I have a gallon of water like just walking into the gym. I like, I like see like people like bench pressing. I'm like, oh, I could do that. Like, I'm just like doing whatever I see. I'm just like copying all these things. And so anyways, one time I went with Maria to the gym and I had my gallon of water. I'm like, yeah, I go to the gym. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just like randomly have a gallon. I don't, again, I, I'm just supposed to drink the gallon of water. So anyways, I'm walking to the gym. I have the gallon of water and uh, Maria, like she's like doing cardio. I'm doing bench, right? Because that's what men do. We do bench, like get the chest right, you know what I'm saying, and so we're getting after it, and so she's over there, and all of a sudden, uh, she looks at me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, she's like, she sees that I'm, like, getting it over here, and so she looks, and then she starts walking over to me, and I'm like, okay, this is okay, don't mess up, like, don't mess up, so I'm like, I'm benching, I'm getting after it, and then she, I pause, and I wait, and she comes, and she's, she does this thing, and she has a cup, and I'm like, why do you have a cup, like, what are you doing here, like, why do you have a cup, she's like, hey, can I get some water, and I'm like, what, she's like, yeah, can I have some of your water, and I'm like, this water? No, this water's for me. This, this water, that's for me. I'm in the gym. This is my gallon of water. I got to have this. I can't, I can't give you my water. And she's like, you haven't even drank it yet. Like, what do you, what do you mean? And is it funny sometimes that we just start doing that? Like, we have, we have all the right tools. We have all the right methods. We have a gallon of water. We don't know what to do with it. We have the towel. Like, you know, taking off our sweat. We have the gloves, and we don't do it. I, I would say same is true when it comes to prayer and fasting. Like, God has given us these two tools, and we don't know how to use them because we just, we don't, we're just unaware. We don't know what to do. And I believe when it comes to prayer and fasting, that prayer and fasting, point number two today, is that prayer and fasting, it gets our lives into the right posture. It gets our lives into the right posture. If When we pray and when we fast, it gets our lives in the right posture. Here's another thing about, about when it comes to posture for those of us that work out is uh, deadlift. Deadlift is a movement that I'm good at. And the only reason why I'm good at it is because I'm short, okay? So people, they, they make me like, you're, you're good at deadlift. I'm like, yeah, because I don't got to really go anywhere. Like, I'm just like, I'm chilling, man. Like, this is easy. Same thing for squats. So like, man, you have, like, you're low to the ground. I'm like, I understand that, guys. Like, okay. But here's the funny thing is that when you meet people who go to the gym for the first time, like, this guy walked in. He's like, man, my back is hurting. I'm like, man, did you injure yourself? He's like, no, I was doing deadlifts. I'm like, well, you're doing it wrong. You're, you're, you're doing the movement wrong. You need to get your body into the right posture. So when you get your body into the right posture, Posture, it's actually a leg movement, not a back movement. And so it's, you, can, you can actually handle the capacity to pick up the weight. See how easy that is? I'm just, I'm literally right here, guys. I'm chilling. I'm just like getting it. Like put more weight. I, I got you all day. But but be, but becomes a, like, oh, I understand now when I, when I have the right posture, right? So our lives, when we pray and when we're fasting, it puts our lives in the right posture. So when our lives are in the right posture, I can handle some more things. I can handle the capacity. I can handle what God has in front of me, the things that are happening this week, the things that are happening in the next month, the things that are going to happen in 2022. When my life is in the right posture, I can handle the weight. Are you with me? So prayer and fasting gets our lives in the right posture. And so um, here's a problem 
when it comes to, to fasting. So here's a, here's a good thing about fasting is that fasting is not a requirement. You don't have to do it. It's not a sin if you, do, if you don't do it. Like you're not, you know, nothing's going to happen. It's just, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a principle. It's a, it's a discipline, but it, it'll get your life into alignment. So if you don't fast, it's okay. But for me, whenever you do prayer and fasting, something shifts in you. Something like a discipline happens. There's, there's many miracles that have happened in our lives and in my family's life whenever we prayed and fasted. And so what fasting does is that, a lot of times when it comes to food is that food has power over us that we don't like to admit. Food has some power over us that we don't like to admit. There's, there's, a, there's a king in my stomach. It's called King's Stomach. I got to tell it to be quiet sometimes because it's always saying Oreos, Oreos, Oreos. It's a funny thing about Christians is that, is that man, we, have, we always look at people who have alcohol issues, but we don't look at people who have Oreo issues. You know what I'm saying? Like... Okay, yeah, he has an alcohol problem, but man, I have an Oreo problem. Like, they're both the same. They're both pretty difficult. Like, yeah, but you're not out there drunk. I'm like, yeah, but I'm, I'm full of Oreos, guys. Like, I'm getting pretty massive out here. Like, someone help me. Take the Oreos for me, right? So prayer and fasting, what it does for us is it says, man, I'm going to deny myself. What does the Bible say? Deny yourself and carry your cross, right? So I'm going to deny my body of Oreos, in my case, and say, you know what, God, I want some more of you. I want, I want to get some clarity. I want to get, I want to get a vision for my life. God, I want, to, I want to look to who you've called me to be. What, what else does it do? It humbles me. It humbles me. When I, when I, when I deny myself of that, when I, it humbles me. So here, here it is in Luke 18. It says this. It says, two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. That's funny, right? Then it says, I fast twice a week, and I give a tenth of all that I got. And then this is how the tax collector did it. The tax collector said, stood there at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but he beat his breast. So the meaning of beating your breast is mean that you feel, you feel repented, like you feel so bad for what you did. So he said he beat his breast. And I'm assuming he's doing it like this. And then, he's, and then he prays this. He says, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. How simple is that? But look at his posture compared to the guy that was like, I, 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 I. I don't have an alcohol problem. I don't have this. I'm not like them. I, I, I. And that's how he's praying to God. And this other guy who knows he has an issue is just like, Man, God, I repent in front of you in this moment. God, here I am, God. Forgive me because I am a sinner, right? And then it says this in verse 14. I tell, you that, I tell you that this man, rather than others, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. In, in other versions, in the English Standard Version, it's it actually that the person, um, the Pharisee, it, he says I five times. He says I five times. There's, there's a something whenever you pray and fast when you can get humble before the Lord. You say, man, God, I'm the, one, I'm the one that's messed up, God. God, I need you more than ever in this moment. God, will you humble me, God? Will you put me in the right posture before you, God? Take away my pride, God, because I know, I know that I, I have a pride issue, God, but I need you to humble me in this moment, God. Would, would, whatever it looks like, God, in this simple, it's literally just like this. This conversation that I'm having with you is a conversation, a real conversation that I have with God daily. So it humbles you. It, it reminds us when we pray and fast, it reminds us that we really need God. 
Man, whenever you, you're like in a prayer moment during the fast, you just like hear your stomach like, like you're like, not today, King Stomach, not today, not today, King Stomach, and King Jesus, take, take throne. And God, I really need you in this moment. You have to deny yourself in these moments because there's going to be moments where you feel that you need to indulge. You need to, to have another Oreo, perhaps, or another of this. But in that moment, you're like, God, my soul needs you even more. God, my, my year needs you more. God, I need you in this moment, God. And as I, as I stay away from food, God, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean into you, God. And God, as I, as I put down the Oreos, I'm going to pick up some fruit, right? And so, Jesus, right now on this moment, God, would you just be with me as, as I continue to pray and fast? Because, God, I need you more than ever, God. It humbles me. It brings clarity to me. And it also brings fruit. It also brings fruit. Clarity. Here's some clarity. Fasting drives mental alertness and a sense of God's presence as we focus less on the material things. Putting our eyes on Jesus, putting our eyes on the Father, putting our eyes on him. When we deny ourselves of, of, of what we don't need and we say, man, I really need you, God, in this moment, it brings some more alertness. It brings mental alertness. Man, I'm, I am more alert in this moment than I ever was. And it's funny because there's some, there's some moments in, in my fasting uh, times that we've fasted before where, where, we, where I get kind of uh, hangry. I kind of get really hangry. And I have to really humble myself in those moments. I'm like, man, I really want brisket right now like where's the brisket at I was like trying to find anything and Maria's like are you okay I'm like no I'm hungry she's like you're not humble right now like calm down bro and she and I was like it's doing the reverse thing it's like it's just for the week bear with me it's just for that week I promise it's all going to come back to normal but 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 it's important for us to, to understand like we have alertness now like we can we can see differently we can sense things that we've never sensed before man that doesn't look right anymore in my life and the way I used to do this is not the way I, I should be doing this anymore and, but but now I can follow Jesus and man there's there's an alertness in my mind man I, I can become a better dad when, when, I, when I'm more alert, but if, if I'm always sluggish and sleepy and tired, I may not be a, that good of a dad, right? Like, it's, it's important for me to be good because when I'm good, my family's good. And that's what prayer and fasting does. It, it humbles me. It brings clarity to me, and then it bears fruit. Here's, here's a scripture in John 15, verse 4 and 5. It says this, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither you can bear fruit unless you remain in me. How do you bear fruit? When you what? Good job, good job. You passed the test. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Here's, the, here's this piece right here. It's very important. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I want to go back to verse 4 where it says this, remain in me and I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. What's the fruit? I'm glad you asked. Here's the fruit of the Spirit. It says, fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I don't know about you, but man, I could, I could, I could take some more self-control this year. I need some more self-control. Like, I'm ready to bark at the next person that comes at me, like, rah, right? Like, like we live in that world. Like, it's, it's, it's true. Like, and I could, I could use some more peace. I could use some more joy. I, I, I could use a, a, a lot of these things. And, and that's the thing is a lot of times is that we're trying to figure out why our lives are, are out of place or out of alignment or why we don't have the fruit of the Spirit. It's like, well, when's the last time you were remaining in Jesus? 
When's the last time you were connected to the vine? When's the last time you had an actual communication with God? It, it, it's, it's simple. It's, 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 we make, we're the ones that make it difficult. You know, what, what's the 10-step way to get to the Father? It's like, he's, he's right there with you. What's the fastest way to, to lose 20 pounds? It's like, practice fasting. I don't know, right? Like, like it, it's, it's simple, but we make it difficult. Prayer and fasting, it, it, it gives us the right posture before God. It gets me in the right posture to be a good dad. Like, literally, I'm praying to God, God, let me be a better dad. Simple prayer, but so true. Like, I, I'm just beating my breast. Like, God, I know I'm not the best. But, God, you in me. God, remain in me, God, because I need some patience for these kiddos, right? God, I need some self-control. for. The, God, I want to love my kid better. God, I, I want some more peace in my life. God, I just want to be the best dad that I can be. God, the way you love me is the way I want to love my kids. God, here I am, a broken man, a sinner. But, God, can you just, in this moment today, as I pray and fast, can you humble me? Will you bring clarity to me so that I can bear some fruit? And when I bear some fruit, then my kids will see the fruitfulness and the fruitfulness that are in my kids, that as they grow up, they'll have some fruit, Right? Like, man, this, this is a generational theme. Like, it, it, we, a lot of times, we think it, it all starts with us, and it does start with us, but it, it goes beyond us. It goes beyond us. And when we can get it right, our children can get it right, our wives can get it right, our families can get it right. If, if I know that I have an Oreo issue, I should probably stop hiding the Oreos. Like, I know where they're at. I know where they're at. They're hidden. But it's like, no, we stopped buying Oreos, bro. Like, no, they're so good. And the, the reason why I'm hiding Oreos is because I know my kids love Oreos too now. Right? I mean, it's a generational thing. It's going to keep happening until I let go of the Oreos. I had to let go of them. I had to put them out somewhere. I got to put them away. But I'm hiding them from my kids because I don't want my kids to eat my Oreos. Like, those are my Oreos. You have your own. Maria's like, dude, just throw the Oreos. Why do you have Oreos in here? <laughs> but it's important for us to understand that it's it's uh it's so important for us to understand how the fruit of the spirit is is so important for us like it, it's important and here, here, here's a here's another way to put it is the best way that i the way that i think about when it comes to prayer and fasting and the fruit of the spirit is i had a friend of mine when i was in college and so uh before christ i used to be i used to party a lot i was like out just partying like always at the club like thirsty thursday like college night let's go it's gonna be a good time having a good time like college yeah right right so that was me and yeah before christ um and then i finally i finally got wrecked by god and i'm like okay i need to change my life i need to start following jesus so when i started following jesus i started playing um on monday nights at this thing called fca i used to play the drums it's called fca and so i'd play drums for worship at fca and after this particular night, I had a friend that came up to me, um, and he came up to me, starts talking to me, and he's like, hey, bro, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And so in my head, I'm like, oh, gosh, this guy's about to, like, like I don't know what's about to happen. And so he tells me, like, hey, people are asking if you are a real Christian. That was an actual question. Like, people are asking if you are a real Christian. And I'm like, I get, like, really offensive, like, really quickly. I'm like, What? I don't go to Luau no more. I promise. I'm not even there. I don't even go to Luau. I don't even go out no more. I don't even party. Like, and the guy's like, bro, chill. What are you talking about? But what he was doing for me in this moment was he was saying, people are asking if you're a real Christian because of the way you're behaving in class. They said you seemed really upset in this moment. You seemed really mad. So for me as a young Christian on this side, I was happy 
that it wasn't about the drinking or the alcohol or going out anymore, but that the new challenge for me was how I was behaving, that I didn't have the fruits of the spirit in my everyday life. So I had to go work on something. And what I had to go work on was some prayer and some fasting. So that way my posture, my alignment, that the things that I don't have to do with anymore, but there's new things that I'm trying to work out on this journey. So maybe you don't deal with those specific things anymore, but there's some new things in 2022 that you said, man, I need to drop this habit or I need to stop acting like this. I need to get my life in alignment. That when you pray and fast, that will happen. When you pray and fast, that will happen. Prayer and fasting always does this. It always gives us our fight back. I, mean, I don't know about you, but man, maybe some of us in 2021, we lost our fight. Man, the, the, the holidays, it's like it gets tired. You get tired. It's weary. You lost all your money giving to buying all the presents for people. Like you're just tired. You're like, man, I need, I need, some, I need to get my fight back. I need to get my fight back. And so what, what, what prayer and fasting does when you have clarity and when you're humble and when you're bearing fruit, you're like, man, I can take on anything. I have the capacity to go. My, my life's in alignment. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to fight. Who, who's coming at me? Enemy, you trying to come at me? I don't care. Come, come. I'm ready. I got my fight back. And so every time the enemy tries to remind you or try to come at you with some lies, you're good because you've been dealing with it with some truth, with the prayer and fasting. You're like, man, I'm good. Come on. I, I want to get my fight back. And I, it's reminded me of my mom. My mom had her fight for a long time. She was fighting for her son, who's me. I stand on this platform today because I had a mom who was praying and fasting that one day that her son would come to know Jesus and that her son would like walk into his calling. So she was praying and fasting and determined that she didn't, it didn't matter what the enemy said it, because she ignored those things because she knew that she was standing on God's truth that one day her son would come back to know Jesus. And I don't know about you, but how many of your friends or how many of your family members that need to come to know Jesus? And man, when's the last time you, you got your fight back and you got in alignment with God so that way you can say, man, God, I want my family to come back. I want my friends to come back to you. Man, I, I, people that don't even know you yet, I'm ready to fight. Man, today in this moment, as the enemy starts throwing lies at me, I, I can stand my ground because I stand on truth because I got my fight back. I got my fight back. I'm ready to fight. In 2022, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to use these tools so I know how to fight prayer and fasting. And lastly, number three, lastly, number three, prayer puts us in a safe place with God. Prayer puts us in a safe place with God. Psalms 46 verse one says this. It says, God, you're such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. Just that statement alone. God, you're such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. You're a proven help in time of trouble, more than enough and always available whenever I need you. So powerful. Psalms 46.1. And then in, and then in uh, verse 10, it says this. Verse 10, in Jesus' name, is that verse 10? Verse 10 says, nope, there it is. Surrender your anxiety, be still and realize that I am God. I am God above all the nations and I am exalted throughout the whole earth. There, uh, here he stands, the commander, the mighty Lord of angel armies in our, on our side. The, the God of Jacob fights for us. Pause in his presence. Surrender your anxiety to God. You, you're exhausted? Tired of pushing? He's a safe place. He's a safe and powerful place to find refuge. You're anxious? He says, give it to me. 
give it to me. Man, man, I, I don't know about you, but I, I know that, that, that it's, it's important for us to go to the Father. We have the direct access. You need a refill? He's right here with you. There is nothing you have to do to get to the Father. I know, I know that in our world, we're like in work. You think about work. When you think about work, we, we have to climb the ladder. It's like, I'm climbing the ladder to the top. I got to make it to the top. And, and in the kingdom, it's opposite. He's right here with us. No, nothing. He's right here right now in this moment. He is a safe place. A lot of times we don't go to God because the, we project the way our friends are with us and we don't, the, we don't have a trust um, issue. So we have a trust issue with, with God. We're like, I don't know, can I be vulnerable right now, God? Can you really, can you really like help me? I don't, I don't know because we project our friendships to God. But what did the Bible say? It said that he's a safe and powerful place to find refuge where I can be myself you know God can't transform who you fake to be I can't I can't, I can't fake it God God knows he knows he knows I'm just like that man beating his chest he knows I'm the worst of the worst he knows I'm a sinner he knows but until I find refuge until I look to him and say, God, I am messed up. God, here I am, all of me, literally all of me. I'm going to lay it all out there, God. Because you're a safe place. You're a powerful place, God. And God, when I come to you, the real me to the real God, when I come to you, the real me to the real you, that's where transformation happens. That's where life change happens. You don't have to... To, to fake it till you make it. No, God wants you to be you so he can transform the real you. you. Man, we can't shock God. Like your novella or, you know, your storia, your story. Like you can't shock God. Like I, there's a lot of great novellas out there. You can start playing if you want. Sorry, I wasn't sure. Sorry, are you waiting for me? Oh, okay, cool. It makes, makes me sound better. Um, <laughs> just kidding. It's like Mara just standing up here next to me, like, "Hey, what's up, man? How's it going?" Um, yeah, the, but but like, have you ever seen like just like those soap operas? They're just like really juicy. They're like really good. You're like, you're not even trying to watch it, but like your wife's watching it, <clears throat> and you're just like walking away, like, "Oh, dang, that's what she say? Oh my god, that's pretty good." Then you start sitting down and get the Oreos again. I'm just like, "Yeah," <laughs> but you can't shock God. Like our stories can't shock God. He already knows. What are you hiding for? <laughs> Can't shock God. What, what does the Bible say? He says that he's the wonderful counselor. Hey, I'm all for counseling. It's important. My wife's a counselor. Yes, it's so important. Go do that. But when I have access to the wonderful counselor, can't shock him. Well, actually, God, you know, here I am. Tell him. Let him know. He wants to have relationship with you. He's a safe and powerful place. He's a safe and powerful place. Man, you can talk to God about your hurt. You can talk to God about your habits. You can talk to God about the big stuff in your life. You can talk to God about the little stuff. Whatever you want to talk to him about, you can talk to him. Because he wants to transform me. If I want to be a better dad, want to be a better husband, I got to communicate to my father. 
God, here I am. This is literally how it goes. God, here I am. I don't got it all together. But God, you do. God, in this moment right now, I, I can't provide, but you can. God, in this moment right now, I, I'm, I'm, my kids, I, I don't know what to do. But God, but you know what to do. God, would, would you just help me in this moment so I can just be a better dad? God, I don't know how to love my wife in this moment, God, but you know how. Can you teach me how to love better? It's just that simple. And yet we complicate a prayer. We, we complicate complicated and it's like it's not that hard guys like it's just you and God the rhythm it's a safe place safe place you can sit in his presence pause in his presence you can't shock God and lastly what I love um, about about this is is when we do the asking God does the answering when we do the end, uh, asking God does the answering. And here's it, here it is in John 14. John 14, verse 13 says, And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So what, what's, what's, what's the outcome? The outcome is he'll do whatever we ask according to his will. So that way it goes, the glory goes back to him. So it's so simple, but we make it so hard. Like I got all the right tools. I just don't know how to do them. It's so complicated. It's like, no, it's so simple. You do the asking. God does the answering according to his will. And then at the end of the day, God gets all the glory. It's a, it's a beautiful place to be. Prayer and fasting, it's a beautiful place to be. And the, our whole journey, our whole journey always began with prayer. 1 John 1, 9 says this, But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us. It always started with a confession. It always started with a prayer. God, here I am. Help me, God. I'm the worst of the worst. I need you more than ever. In 2022, God, I want to be more connected. I want to remain in you, God, because apart from you, I can literally do nothing. I can't do anything. God, I need you today, right now, where I'm at, in this moment. Would you remain in me, God? And as, as I remain in you, you'll remain in me, God, and I'll be fruitful, God. God, right now, God, as I confess my, my, my deepest, dark secrets to you, God. God, you don't judge me, God, but you're going to counsel me through this, God. God, I'm going to get into some small groups, God. I'm going to get at a table, God. I'm going to confess. I'm going to talk. I'm going to start acting this out, God. I want to pray and fast, God, so that way I can have the capacity to endure and struggle with whatever it is that you have for me in 2022, God. I need to have a prayer life because when I have a prayer life, man, I can make things happen, God. You'll make things happen if I have a prayer life in 2022. I believe. If you're here today, say, man, I could use some more prayer in 2022. Would you stand with me? Would you stand with me? If you say, man, I could use some more prayer in 2022. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to pull out our phones, or if you have a notepad, we're going to pull it out. And starting next week, when Pastor Brent's back, we're going to start a brand new series called Healthy Habits. 
And with that, we're going to begin a new, ser- a new series called Healthy Habits. We're going to begin our 21-day fast next, next weekend, next Sunday. So you have a whole week to prepare, to get ready. Again, fasting can look, like, like I said earlier, fasting, if you don't do it, it's not a sin. What it does is it brings clarity. It gets your, and it gets your heart in alignment with God, right? So we are going to start a, a whole church fast starting next Sunday. But what I want to do right now in this moment, I want you to go ahead and pull out your phone. And what we're, call the, we're calling it the big three. I call it the big three. So these are the daily big three things um, when it comes to task is what, I, is what I use the method. But today I want to use it for, for prayer. What's, what's the big three? What are the big three agenda items that you need God to move on your behalf? Or you need something specific. Maybe it's creating a new habit. Maybe you need the discipline. Like, God, I'm praying for ha- to have a, a, better, a better habit system. I, I don't know specifically what that is, but let's write them down. Three things. You got three, the big three. You know what those three things are. And then they, these things can change. They can change daily. They can change weekly. They can change yearly. But it's going to give you a focus. It's going to give you a focus. So I'm going to let you go ahead take some time to do that. going to write the big three down we're going to put them into action so we're going to put them into action is what we what we call the first 15 so this is the first 15 is five minutes of worship five minutes of word and five minutes of prayer for the first 15 simple five minutes of worship five minutes of word five minutes of prayer if you want to start a new habit of daily um, application of daily prayer this is the way to start implementing it this week for those of us that can pray for hours and things like that that's incredible but for those of us that can't we're just trying to we're just trying to like can i just find a moment even like one minute with god one minute can change everything amen so we're gonna do the first 15 five minutes of worship five minutes of word five minutes of prayer so simple and and i would i would even take it a step further and this it could be like this if you're so if you're not working from home it could be like this You, you have to go to an office you got your five minutes of worship on you're going to your office driving then you can also on the bible app you can also listen to the words so you can push audio again so those are 10 minutes when you get to the your parking spot you can stop right there in the parking spot and you can pray that's 15 minutes that's like 15 minutes getting to your job so what does that mean that means you probably have to set up your set yourself up to get to work a little bit earlier so it's all going to be beneficial right so we're going to get to work a little bit earlier we're going to get the word in us earlier we're going to get some worship on earlier and we're also going to get some prayer on to set up our entire day the first 15 and then again, if you work from home, you have plenty of time all day long to get your first 15 in at some point, right? Shout out to all you guys getting to work from home. It's awesome. You're like, I got plenty of time. And do the first 30. <laughs> do the first 15. So I'm excited for what God has for us in 2022. But let's pray right now. You can go ahead and pray for your number one thing that's on your on your list right now. You can pray for your number one thing, and then I'm going to pray all together. God, we just thank you so much for this moment, God. We thank you, God, that in 2022, we're going to make prayer a priority, God. God, we're so thankful, God, that as we pray and fast this next few weeks, Lord, Lord, that it's going to help us get into alignment with who you've called us to be, God. It's going to put us in the right posture, Lord, so that way we can have the capacity to continue for all the that we're going to endure and struggle in 2022, whatever that is, God. It's going to build us, God. And then, God, we know, Lord, that we can come to you as in a safe place and powerful place of refuge, God. We can give you our anxiety, God. We can give it to you, God. We can seek you, God. When we when we go to you, Father, we beat our chest, God, and we're saying, God, I am the worst, God. You know, Lord. You know everything, God. God. But God, I pray, Lord 
that we can be so real in 2022, God. Because when we can be our real selves, you can transform us for real. So we pray for transformation in prayer, God. We pray for the things that we're asking for, the big three. I pray, Lord, that every single person here today, God, that you would increase in our lives, Jesus, as we pray and communicate with you. It's in your name we pray. And all of God's people said, amen.